from Lancrim Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. It's another train slash boat into podcasting world as we talk about beers made at Land Grant Brewing. This is, of course, the Land Grant Brewing University LLC presents <laughs> Beers with the Brewers. We're back. We forgot to do it last week. We didn't forget, but it was a hectic week and we had to cancel recording. But we're back with a double pack, double header episode. Um, we're talking about two beers that are both. Uh, but very seasonally themed today. We're talking about going dancing and make mine Irish. I'm joined today by um, Land Grant Director of Communications, Meredith Miles. Hello. And a gentleman who just sort of wandered <laughs> in here and announced he was going to be on the podcast. And so here he is, former uh, Beers with the Brewers host and Land Grant Brewing Company uh, delivery man, Mark. <laughs> Richards joins us. Hi, I'm Mark. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, still in character as Dan doing Seth Rogen, but yes, I'm happy to be here today. So good to have you. And of course, as always, we are joined by the captain of the ship slash engineer of the train, head brewer, Dan Schaefer. Hi. Ahoy. Just Dan again. <laughs> no yeah, one we, else, just Dan. We had a bit of a recording hiccup, and um, unfortunately, Dan doing an impression of Mark doing an impression of... Seth Rogen has now lost the time, but that's okay. But anyway, we're here to talk about two, two great beers, Make One Irish, Irish Coffee Stout, and Going Dancing, which is a really delicious new pale ale. And uh, yeah, we're going to start with Going Dancing. And Dan, take it away. 5.5% yeah. ABV, 22 IBUs. So um, kind of the concept of this guy was to do half of an American pale ale uh, at least grist-wise, and then half of a, like an English bitter slash pale ale, and then use newfangled uh, American hops. Um, so malt-wise, half of it is uh, Brees Ashburn, which is kind of their Maris Otter equivalent. Half are uh, Malt Europe Silo Malt. Uh, a little bit of Gambrinus Honey Malt, uh, which we'll throw into hoppy stuff every now and again. Has some nice uh, crunch berry flavor. Uh, some honeyed notes and uh, Baird's Light Crystal, uh, which um, has some honey, toffee, caramel type stuff going on. But um, on the hop side, we did uh, Equinot Cryo uh, in the Whirlpool, and I believe it was Eldorado and Azaka uh, for a dry hop. Uh, not super heavy, just a bit lighter handed with the hops than we usually are. In uh, yeast, we used uh, Star Party, which is the thialized Chico strain that Omega does. Uh, because of that, we put a little cascade uh, in the mash in uh, First Word Hops, which sort of helps with those tropical squishy fruit <laughs> note. Squishy fruit. Trademark, could, squishy fruit. Could you yeah, say squishy fruit as uh, Mark being Dan? being That's the real word to say. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Now, 
use this yeast one other time, right? I didn't get to taste that beer. How many times have you used this stylized yeast? We had, um, so we, we've had a few in-house. Okay. Uh, okay. Helio Gazer is the Brett 5 strain that is stylized that we've uh, used for Lemon Glow, Fruit Slices. We had, um, oh man, see, I can't remember. They have all these... I don't want to say it, Omega, but stupid um, Star Galactic stuff names for everything. So I can't actually remember okay. the names. But we had that, and then we had like the the lesser thylized version of Brit Five, and we've used this a few times. Okay. Um, if you try the uh, Glory on tap right now, we use Stargazer on that. Sweet. And notably used it last week during a collaboration brew for a beer to come soon, right? Correct. Yeah. If you like funky pale ales um, and you like this beer uh, there's another one coming yeah this beer I gotta say like basically from the, the first time I had it which was a couple weeks ago really just like jumped up to become my like go to beer at Land Grant mm-hmm. I've really been drinking a lot of this the past two or three weeks however long we've had it on it's it's great it's a really good beer it's got really nice fruitiness and I definitely get that like you say fruity pebbles are like the sort of like candied fruitness um, from it without it being, it definitely doesn't taste sweet, but you get that sort of mm-hmm. like almost like artificial fruit flavor. Like it's so, but it's it's delicious and really drinkable and, and, and really a great beer. I feel like it's also a beautiful beer. Like the can is really cool and the art on the outside, but when you can see it in a glass, it's a beautiful looking beer. And yeah. it's nice to see through it too. I, well, I feel yeah. like I'm in, a, I'm in the vein of... Uh, I'm on a, a tangent of liking to see through my beer right now. So for you kids <laughs> out there, this one of them see-through beers. <laughs> this is a crystal Pepsi of pale ales. No, I think this beer is really great, and I feel like it's so timely because of the going dancing of it all. Given if you're listening to this in real time upon release, it's the first round of March Madness today. So oh, there you go. Going yeah. to the big dance. Yeah, and as we record, um, there's all kinds of conference uh, tournament play going on all around us. Currently, Ohio State is up by four, so that might be the last great moment of Ohio State basketball for the That's year. That's their four points. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Izzo will work his evil sorcery somehow, his gremlin-like little face. Yeah, so delicious beer, wonderful flavor, wonderful aroma, looks great. I think that, that definitely leaves at least one major question, and that question is... Mark, do you remember what's the question? Where, where can you find this beer? You find this beer at the land grant tap room. You find this beer at wonderful beer cellars around uh, Central Ohio, specifically Columbus. And uh, yeah, we've got it on tap here, and you can find it on tap around town. It's great. Are there any other questions about this beer? Walt tested, Walt approved. I'd just love to know how crushable oh, is it? Oh, right, wow. of course. What, what, what would this be without asking that question? It certainly wouldn't be an episode of Beers with the Brewers. We ask this question every week. One, I feel like when you're sitting out there, you're watching the games, March Madness is upon us, yeah. you want something crushable. And I hate to be jumping ahead, but I feel like this one might just fit the bill. Yeah, I would say I'm going to be in New York City next week for the first two, get, first two rounds, which is a bit unfortunate because it's not exactly like... College know, basketball college sports mecca, mecca and uh, excuse me, Syracuse fans running around everywhere. Um, but uh, 
so I'm not going to get to do the full on like March Madness all day binge fest. But that being said, if I were to do that, mm-hmm. this is a this is definitely a six for me. Wow. Wow. I was right, Dan. Um, yeah, I, I'm a six as well. Uh, wow. I'm with Walt. Like this has been. Um, I, th- I think people are ready for beers with with color and malt flavor in them again. And it's when they when they pop up, it's really refreshing to to have something a little bit different that's not just hops and then just like a very stark naked malt presence. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm eyeing the beer cooler now. Some cans of this reappeared in the cooler, and I was going to get some to crush. Um, watching games this weekend, I, they might all already be out. There's, I'm sure there's still some out in the wild for you, however. Yeah, I, I will say the first time I had this beer was out of the can, and I and I loved it. And I drank it; it was delicious. And then I got one on draft, and something in my brain didn't connect the color. I it was like, I think you poured me the wrong beer, but they did not. It's, this beer just has a really nice like amber hue to it that I guess I, I, mean, I guess you just, we don't see in Pale Hills anymore, or at least not that often in a, like an American Pale So I don't know. There was a bit of a cognitive dissonance for me on this one, but it's great. Alright, my crushability, I'm going to hold off on. I don't want to mess the spectrum up. I'm still sober. However, I did have a few sips of this. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to bring it down. I'm not sure where I am with alcohol right. yet. Find out in two weeks. Mark is abstaining from... Uh, or what, what, abstaining is not the word. What, is it, what does it mean when you, you're recusing himself? Sure. He He's could abstain, recusing he himself could abstain from, from answering. So I'm not sure if we have a true quorum, but... Uh, but we'll still continue on with this crushability. That sounds like a six crusher. Though. I mean, I yeah. think, yeah. Cat's, Are we all in at six? Cat's ball's out of the bag. It's the, a six crusher. The ball is out of the bag. Yep. Not that's sure that's saying, <laughs> but we're going to go with it. And, Take it uh, any way you want. You know, I guess I guess when you have basketball practice, they bring out the big yeah. Yeah. balls. Yeah, like balls out of the bag. The big burlap sack and the basketballs go, like, rolling all over yeah. the gym balls floor. balls out of the bag. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a six right. crusher. Uh, yep, there we go. It's a double three-pointer. Ooh. See what I did there? Really, really tied it in. A lot of basketball stuff. You're pretty good, Meredith. Yes, right. I played. Yeah. So that's a six-point play, uh, and you can find that beer wherever you can. I think they ring the bell. That's sound the buzzer. We're oh, yeah. Ring the buzzer. As they say, this time of year. Well, can you tell us a little bit about, I know that, again, visual medium versus audio oh. medium. Tell us a little bit about the label. It's one of my favorites. Sure, I think it's I'd really love, clever. Yeah, I'd love to, Meredith. Um, Thanks for asking. Uh, so, we we were doing like our annual like our like year planning for beers, and we kind of just we had a, a pale ale on the list that we wanted to have sort of like a March Madness theme to it, and uh, we came up with the name Going Dancing, which I think is a great name for this beer, and um, so in my head it's like I wanted to. Be, to be a basketball theme, but I didn't. I didn't want it to be too. I don't know. Too on the nose. Yeah, I mean there are basketballs all over it, so I wouldn't. Want to, I wouldn't say it's not on the nose, but I wanted to kind of not make it so obvious. So basically, put a bunch of people in various states of dance um, on there, and basically inserted basketballs to their movements to make it appear as though they are both dancing and 
balling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shot calling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that there it is. I think it's really great because if you weren't familiar with the term like the big dance as it relates to college sports or to March Madness specifically, going dancing might be lost on you in the basketball terms, but I feel like the label kind of really ties it all together in a great way. Yeah. I really enjoy it. I think it's great. Yeah, and I think it kind of ties into what we try to do here with, like, you know, having sports, but, like, you know, sports is not our one and only interest, of course. We are also very interested in dance here at Land Grant. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> in all forms. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Artistic, you know. no, athletic you know I mean? expression. Like, it's 100%. Like combining sports and beer and other stuff to have a nice, well-rounded life is what we're all about here at Land Grant. I will say in, uh, in the same way that I would like most of Walt's label creations to come to life, I really wanted to see like one of the dancing ladies on the label like shattering a backboard. <laughs> <laughs> just that visual just made me chuckle. Well, this beer is great, and I hope it comes back next year so we can always uh, update yeah. and add more Dream big. dancers <laughs> to, the, to the cast. Yeah. All right, so make my, er, dancing, always dancing. What's it called? Going dancing. Going dancing. Always dancing, but also going, always going dancing, of course. It's fun to go up and order and say, I'd like to go dancing, please. Yeah. They, bartenders love they'll, that. They'll figure it out. <laughs> they'll figure out which one you want. So, pivot. Time to pivot to another uh, seasonal holiday. And now part two. <laughs> so always, always, always the first um, couple, couple days of the tournament are sort of in the orbit of a, a very long-held beer holiday, and that being St. Patrick's Day. And I'd say for probably, what, the past four years we released this beer? Maybe three? Three or four three. years? Um, Make Mine Irish. And this is a really great special beer and um, has a really interesting recipe to it. And Dan would probably do it a lot better justice than I would. The... I was four years. The first year, though, it was, um, oh, we did it in uh, bourbon barrels instead of uh, Irish-style whiskey barrels. Mm. What was that? First call? First call. There you go. Yeah. Um, Which, so, and we did it a little bit later in the year because the first call was a, uh, a derby reference. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is an 8% Irish stout with um, barrel-aged coffee beans and lactose. Um, the base of it is pretty much uh, an Irish export stout with uh, with lactose in it, so we kind of smush together two styles. Uh, Can you tell me what an Irish export stout is? I'm not familiar with that. Uh, so they brew it in Ireland and they send it. And they send it somewhere. places. <laughs> they do. They export it. It's like the Guinness with the yellow, the really deep yellow. Okay. It's kind of hard to find, actually. Sure. Typically, I think they're sent um, a lot of times. Uh, they're very popular in the uh, Caribbean, which okay. you don't normally think yes. of. Like, uh, I forget what Irish export is, like 7%, something like that. Sure. Um, that you don't think of, like, 7% dark beer as, like, a Caribbean crusher. But um, <laughs> that's kind of the, the idea of the... Okay. It's, they're typically pretty dry. Mm. Um, this one, though, not so much with the lactose in it. Uh, so we are going for uh, basically a, a beer form of uh, an Irish coffee and um, wanted to get that flavor in there. And so we gave um, Stoffs these Irish-style whiskey barrels from uh, uh, the Finger Lakes region because uh, 
shipping barrels across the Atlantic Ocean is very expensive, and um, the people at Finger Lakes Distilling do a very nice Irish that's, style. Isn't that your old stomping grounds up there? A yeah, bit? that's that's how I knew about them okay. in the first place. Um, actually visited their place once or twice, but um, we get their barrels fresh dumped and. Uh, give them the stoffs and stoffs will put their green coffee beans in there and uh, roll them around uh, for about six weeks or so six weeks to two months and uh, during that time period when they're just green beans they're sucking up like all the flavor and aroma that was in the barrel and then they you know right before we need them they will roast them off and uh, we will age the uh, the coffee or the coffee age the beer on the uh, coffee beans in the bright tank so uh, the cool thing this year is they um, usually they pick out the barrel bits uh, for when they actually sell the coffee to their consumers but um, because we don't care about barrel bits they left the barrel bits in there so um, I don't know if you taste the extra barrel bits but I taste the barrel bits. Funny, I was thinking first sip barrel bits. Barrel like, bits. Totally. That's what I got. I know. Just, I was like, I've got one stuck in my tooth right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, that's just kidding. Of course. Um, no, I definitely get maybe a little bit more like bourbony notes on this than I remember getting in the past. Um, but and like, I feel like it definitely. I'm definitely getting the Irish coffeeness. Totally. Of it, like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this beer in the past, I've always really enjoyed. But, like, I, I remember the, just the bourbon being a little more subtle, maybe even the coffee being a little more subtle. Um, but I'm really getting a ton of that, that think, Irish coffee flavor. I think that the oh, aroma, yeah. the coffee aroma that I pull off of it really enhances the flavor overall, too. Like, just nose in the glass without even tasting it, I already know what's about to happen. I feel like it enhances it a lot. Yeah, it's so decadent. I mean, it is really... I guess I, did I keep saying bourbon? I meant to say whiskey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. It's fine. They're both EY whiskey, yeah. so they're in the same neighborhood. <laughs> it is. It is. It's decadent. It's rich. It like, is. There's it's a... so good. Uh, I think this one might talk me off the wagon. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Now, is it on the wagon or is it off the wagon? That's a Seinfeld reference. I get that. I think it's on the wagon. <laughs> yeah, I might get off the wagon soon. This beer is talking me into it. I might even participate in the crushability. Great. I'm glad one. we can drag you back down to our level, Mark. Uh, I think we've had this um, either out in the wild or on tap for about, I don't know, maybe a month now? Yeah, a couple weeks at least, yeah. It's actually rounded out very nicely. It was a little, um, the booziness of it was a little sharp and spiky to start with, yeah. um, but it's it's really much more rounded now. When you said the sort of beer version of an Irish coffee, like, well, I get that that's what we're going for. That's truly what I get. And I don't think it's just because you said it. It's as I sip it, I can imagine this being like a really great brunch beer. Yeah. You just have that, you know, you're kind of cutting it with a little bit of food, but kind of has that sort of morning. Yeah, it would go great vibe. with like a stack of pancakes or something mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're starting your St. Patrick's Day off early. Great, yeah. Clearly, we are. Yeah, that's true. If you're listening to this again in real time tomorrow, it's a Friday. It's St. Patrick's Day. It's the first round of the tournament. I think this is how you start when you get here. We open at eleven, so it, you know, what do they say? You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's what they say. That's what they say. But but always responsibly, of course. (laughs) Just spread them out, (laughs) drink some water. You'll be fine. Uh, Come down here, get get some Ray Rays in you. Soak up some of that beer. That's true. 
If you don't want Ray Ray's, you got pizza. If you don't want pizza, just pick up some Oreos or something. You know, just do whatever you need to do. It's a long Ooh. day. Mm-hmm. That's almost hand in hand with March Madness is Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know what day to come down for that. You I don't want to mess with packaging any beer that day. Uh, yeah, I unfortunately, I will be out. But yeah. talk to Adam because it's become Little sort range. of a, it's been become a tradition to get cheesesteaks on. Indeed. And mm-hmm. uh, before Oreos was here, we would get them from that. The place that was in the same location as Warriors, Sandman's, uh-huh. who also had a great cheesesteak, but they just, I don't know what, what happened there, but their hours were always weird and just never quite made they it. They changed gears on their business. They, Did they? decided to do something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, their cheesesteaks were pretty good, and uh, I'm glad that Warriors stepped in and, and filled that void. Uh, you know, no sponsor of this podcast, but they can be if they want, <laughs> but also Ray Ray's get it. Get pizza, get some Ray Rays, get a sandwich. Get just, you're going to be here all day, so you got a couple meals to eat. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a lot, whole tour. you got a lot of beers to drink and a lot mm-hmm. of waters to drink along with those beers. Can we have a mashup where we just take some, I don't know, pulled pork and roll it up in a slice of Mikey's? That could be a thing. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sure they yeah. probably have. Whoa. What's the Whoa. what's the one they do that's the hot dog? Brilliant. Mikey's man. does a hot dog rolled in a slice of pizza. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they used to have the grilled grilled cheeses. I don't grilled know if they che- had they that. Did, they, that was yeah, like two pieces of pizza like a, on top of each other or something. Maybe it was grilled cheeses, not Jesus Christ, is what I was thinking. But it was I think grilled, grilled cheeses. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But I feel like at the old uh, Promo West venues where they had music, whether uh, what is it now? Is it Kemba now? The old Kemba, LC, yeah. the LC, Kemba, LC, LC Express the Live, Kemba, Kemba, whatever it is. They used the to, Kemba Live Music at the Mikey's, you at the Mikey's venues, Live. they used to sell like a hot dog wrapped in like a oh, sure. pizza slice. Yeah, well, thing. get a pizza, get a hot link from Ray Ray's, Ooh. skip the bun, and just wrap that thing up. <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Especially so. after a couple of these. Yeah. Cool. Um, do we have a question this week? I don't think we do. As well, always. we do have one question, but uh, not from a listener. Oh, yeah, we didn't. Yeah, yeah. But there is, in uh, fact, one question we do have beer? to ask, so. All right, so. How is it? I'm, I'm going to shift gears a little bit from going dancing on this one. This beer is delicious, um, but it's got a lot going on. It's a little bit sweet. It's definitely a, a sort of dessert or a, uh, or a breakfast beer. Funny how, like, breakfast beers and dessert, <laughs> dessert beers are kind of... Hand I feel, hand like, hand I feel like 8%. brunch beer is a better word than breakfast sure, beer. Sure, brunch beer. There yeah. you go. Yeah. This is an old man breakfast at the <laughs> at the Donut Cat Diner. This is 8%. It's not light by any means. I'm going to just, I'm going to stick with a two on this one. I think that's valid. I was actually thinking, you know, when I first took my first sip, I was like, mm, this might be real low for me because it is boozy and it's rich and decadent but as I drink it it becomes increasingly easier to drink kind of keep going back to it and I think you're a little more acclimated so I could see myself taking it from one to two but I think I would probably tap out at a two or at least need to do we love a good like even swapping between what we've got here just breaking it up a little bit has been good but I think two is a, a good number for me too great answer thanks sure <laughs> Dan's just rolling two. two. He, right. he's and, and once again, Mark is recusing himself. I think I'm going to get on in on this one. Oh, though. are you? And I have to say, and they can attest, I'm drinking out of thimbles out here, <laughs> and I haven't had alcohol in six months. 
I'm a little buzzed just uh, off yeah. this freaking thimble, but I'll go too. Why not? Now yeah. I'm like, do I need I'm to get so Joan pliable on, now. Do we need to get Joan on the horn to come pick you up <laughs> after your five yeah, ounces should of be beer? All right. All right. Joan, I have thimble of beer, and now <laughs> can't feel my tongue. We got the grandkids this weekend, and it's going to be a fun night. Yeah. All right. For, well, for you or for them? Fair. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that sounds like a unanimous... That's a two-crusher. There it is. Ring the old Irish bell. The the way I thought about it was if I I was actually having an Irish coffee, Mm -hmm. how many would I want slash could put back? I'm like, I could could, could probably be like, that was a really good Irish coffee. I'm going to have another one of those. Uh One of my uh, famous claims to fame that I have is that I had a Irish coffee at the restaurant that claimed to have been the first place in America to serve such a drink. Hmm. Where is it, that? It was in San Francisco. I believe it was called the uh, Buena Vista the Cafe. What did you say? I didn't know this. Yeah. And I can't remember if they like brought it or they claim they invented it. I'm not sure. But oh, yeah. uh, they also claim they're the first to serve such a drink in America. And I had it there. And let me tell you, it was about exactly like you would expect it. That's the way you'd want it, huh? Like coffee with a shot of whiskey poured into it. Right on. That kind of makes me think of, in the, I think it's the movie Elf, where he's in New York and he sees like a neon sign that says like world's best cup of coffee. Yeah, right? And yeah. he goes and he's like, congratulations, yeah. you did it. And I mean, this is, a, this is like a, it's sort of a diner. Like it, it, had, it had been there forever. So like, this claim could be legitimate, but it could yeah. be legit. Somebody, if it's been there forever, just any, somebody any could claim call like anomaly. that is yeah. to be taken with a grain of salt. I think without a uh, historian to well, verify. With, with St. Patrick's Day tomorrow, do you guys have any? Um, uh, do you participate in sort of the? Uh, have we aged out of St. Patrick's Dayness? Mm. Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm. I'm out. Yeah, I'm yeah. out on St. Patrick's Day. I haven't celebrated for a while, but I do think I'm going to go over to Barron's. Yeah. Grandview. I haven't yeah. done it for a while. Just listen to some Irish music sure. for a while. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good I move. I will still not be drinking at that time, so it'll be strictly for the experience. Sure. But I will also say I could have that Guinness Zero, which uh-huh. is pretty good, mm-hmm. actually. Actually, I'm curious, Mark, in your in your um, sober journey, Yeah. what have you found that you like in terms of like NA beers mm. that have kind of satisfied the craving? Yeah. I did not think I had a need for those in my life. And then... We did an All Things Beer podcast on them, so we collected some and tried them. Uh, found out the Guinnesses and nailed it. I could pour you one, yeah. and yeah. and you would not, cool. you would not be able to tell. You would just go, oh, I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's a nailed it. I will have to say for <laughs> ones we have here at Land Grant, yeah. on Euchre nights, uh, I'll have the Athletic. That's mm-hmm. what we stock here, and I just take whatever they have them, and I go up to the bar and I ask for a near beer and I say I'd like it to be see-through. Drives the bartenders nuts. <laughs> but then it said you should try the hazy one these times. Actually that athletic hazy one is pretty okay. good experience-wise where I don't really think there's not alcohol. Most of the time I've been having them as a prop sure. so that nobody asks me, oh, Mark's not drinking. You know, sure. I don't and have to go through all thing. that. Sure. But, um, as I'm going through it now. However, 
<laughs> it's been a fun journey. It's been mm-hmm. interesting. But well, from now on out, from here on out, if you're not drinking, and someone asks you, you just refer them to the Beers of the Brewers podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Put a minute. Uh, say, listen to twenty-eight that. of <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, and I think that's good to point out that we do have NA beer options here, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that a lot we do get that question quite a bit from people is you know I'm pregnant or I'm not drinking right now I'm yeah. doing dry January whatever it might be and so there are a lot of options here any beers mocktail you know alternatives and so forth oh, so yeah. great yeah I mean I've been a drinker for 38 years uh, since I was the age of 15 I've also been a bullshitter equally as long <laughs> and if my elbow isn't at a 90 degree angle I don't know how to open my mouth I know Dan doesn't believe that at all but um, yeah Actually, Dan has a very special beer he has concocted me for my birthday on the 28th when I will have a full beer here at Land Grant, maybe more than one. That's very exciting. We'll get extra staff in that night. Yeah, get extra staff (laughs) to uh, cart me out of here. Yeah, we'll get you an Uber Uber voucher. (laughs) Keep Keep you in control. Awesome. I would love that Connor would be here. All right, Great. Well, Should we so, do a rundown yeah, of what's going on here at the taproom? Given there's so much going on, I think we we owe it to the people if they've made it this long through the pod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're probably on the edge of their seats to find out what they could do this week. Oh, surprise. Spoiler alert. It's St. Patrick's oh Day. Oh, my gosh. And the first round of March Madness. Oh, my gosh. We open at 11 a.m. Ray Ray's is here. Late Night Slice is here. We have a beer garden. It's going to be open, weather permitting. Um, right. As, as of recording, weather looks okay. It's going to be warm enough to sit outside and watch the games. Maybe not like spring break weather. You know, this isn't like the Caribbean. Put on a coat. But wear, wear a, a coat. hat. We sell them. Grab a hat. And then obviously we'll have the games on inside too. So if you want to come inside, that's fine too. Um, yeah. A sat- this Saturday, crew are away. They're playing the Red Bulls at 730. So come on down here. Watch the match with us. Massive glory on tap. Massive glory available in cans here at the tap room. You can get massive around town. Uh, yeah, we're, we're your spot for all crew matches, either before a home game or during an away game. We will have them on, and we are near the stadium. So there you go. We just got you covered. True story. Yes, Meredith. Oh, nothing. Oh. I was just really leaning in. It looked in. like you were going to say something. I was something. really leaning in. I'm so intrigued. Let me off the hook here. But here, I'm oh, going to charge I can, no, I can I let it. you off the hook. Okay. No, I got this. I think I got it's this. the make mine Irish. You, it really she's is. just leaning, actually. <laughs> Sunday. I got, I got the wobbles Sunday, at this point. Sunday, Sunday. Here we are once again. F1 is back. They're at full speed into the new Ooh, uh, season. Zoom, zoom. That's fast. They're making the turns. They're hitting the jumps. They are winning, are there winning jumps? the race. <laughs> there is no jumps. I have Mario Kart, bro. I heard they're going to add jumps this year. I think I heard a rumor they're like going to add some jumps. Banana. No. If, you, if you could shoot turtle shells at people, that'd really, be awesome. Really keep going that after that. That would amp it up, sure. Really keep going after that American audience uh, with jumps. But uh, anyway, F1 is here. We're we're showing pretty much all of the F1 races. The only ones we're not going to be open for are the 1 a.m. races. Other than that, we are your spot for F1 in Columbus. This weekend is the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. That's at 1 o'clock. Mary's will be here. Late night will be here. We got all the beer you could ever drink. And we got that sweet box box on on tap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we got... We should mention we have shirts. Like, if you want a shirt in your favorite F1 team's color scheme... We got that for you. Pre-sales, oh, pre-sales open now on our website. 
Dale, what was you? What was it you just said we'd have box on? Boxbox. What is that? Boxbox. Boxbox. It's a dry hop lager. That's ex- correct. Exclusive to race days. Oh, shit. And we yeah. actually used the thylized lager strain for this first oh part of the Full circle. Really yeah. brought it back. And Boxbox is a reference to a race when it is time for a car to pull into the pit stop. They say box box. Oh, okay. Box box. Nice. Yeah. So that's available. We got some fun stuff coming with box boxes that we have not announced yet, but uh, stay tuned for that. If Sorry you're to box fan. box you. <laughs> Go right ahead. Ooh, got you. <laughs> I'm back out on the course. I'm I'm about to hit the big jump for the finish. Here we go. Banana. We also have our Monday Night Cornhole League that's starting up April 17th. Registration is open now uh, at gocornhole.com. Just head there and you'll find our league. Sign up. Come play cornhole every Monday night this spring. Will that be played on ice or the ice will be out? <laughs> the ice will be gone. Okay. That's, that's a new hybrid we're working on, on for land. next year. Excellent. Good use for the turf area, though. <laughs> and then this Tuesday at 6.30, we have part one of two. This is a movie trivia night. This is a movie is a trivia game that uh, our trivia host, Travis Hosher, came up with. It's really, like, it's pretty challenging. Mm-hmm. But if you're a movie person, it's a lot of fun. Um, and it all kind of ties together with our, 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 what month is it, March? Mm-hmm. <laughs> our March uh, Let's Give partner, Cinema Columbus. Um, so they're going to have some folks out here. All March, you can round up your bill that benefits Cinema Columbus. Um, they bring great uh, art and cinema to the city. And they're a great organization. We've been really happy to work with them. Um, but Tuesday at 6.30 is the first movie trivia night. This is a movie. Be here. We got lots of prizes. Cinema Columbus is giving away some prizes. We got some prizes. Um, it's been a lot of fun. And then obviously part two uh, the following mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. I made it out last night to see uh, Travis's stand-up comedy act. Oh, yeah. He was hilarious. Yeah, it's a lot of so fun. So good. Yeah, so good. That's what I always tell yeah. people when we talk about who hosts. Like, if, if you've never heard of us or if you've never been here, you know, you wouldn't necessarily know Travis from anybody else. Yeah. But Travis is sort of, and I mean this not cheeky, cheekily, is that he's a part-time comedian. Like, he does it on the side, you know? Oh, yeah. He and, was full-time last night. Yeah, and when, and when you come here for trivia night, he gives, it's sort of like dinner and a show, you know? You get yeah. a little bit of that real-time feedback and commentary that is really fun, but he also does such a good job with the questions that it's equal parts entertaining and challenging, and it's super fun. So yep. it's been a lot of fun. Heart of gold, Travis. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, shout-out to Lawbird, mm-hmm. featuring X Langer and Luke. Yeah, I haven't been in there for a while. Looks the same. That's a good spot. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, yeah. So come down, play trivia on Tuesday. We'll be we'll be kicking off trivia in our more traditional format again uh, this spring outside. And Travis is a great host. Does a great job. And uh, yeah, if you see his name on a comedy bill around town, go check him out. He's very funny. And yeah, do we got anything else we got to cover here? No, I think we're I think we're hitting our prime in the uh, March Madness stride here. We're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking since we have this mashup of, you know, two events and two beers of what would exactly happen if you had St. Patty's Day intersect with March Madness. And I was kind of imagining something along the lines of like people fighting to the death, dance fighting, <laughs> dance fight. doing doing river dance style fighting to the death in a, in a single elimination tournament. While just chugging coffee. <laughs> Make it happen. Make it happen. 
traditional Irish dance yeah. meets Mortal Kombat. Next year dance. on the Land Grant Brewing stage. <laughs> traditional <laughs> Irish combat dance. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I'm not sure how they're supposed to kill each other. They've just got their hands on their hips and their legs are just fluttering about. So I'm not sure how <laughs> oh, yeah. they're supposed to make contact just with one another. It's, it's a lot when, of little kicks they, to the shin. They, yeah, yeah. they sweep that leg. Yeah. <laughs> you can throw shamrocks at them. Pots right. of gold. Sweep the leg, Tommy. <laughs> so if you if you consider yourself to be an Irish person, I'm sorry if we uh, offended you with any of this, but we mean well. And, yeah, I think that's it. Let's wrap this up and get out of here. Let's go. This is over. All right. <laughs> and cut. And cut. Don't forget we'll all to, be Irish tomorrow. For- Shuddering <laughs> to a stop. <laughs> well, I think it's most important that we say, come on down, yes. have a beer with us, and don't forget to tip your bartenders. Yeah, yeah. Come hang out with us all spring. We'll be here. Hit it, Eric. Go, Eric. Cut this part.